Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the No Pro Podcast, where we live by a simple saying here is uh, try something, suck at it, own it, but enjoy it. I am one of your hosts, Mike Dobson, and joining me as always, Chase Natavetti. Greetings. Hello, sir. Happy to be back. Yes. Um, just want to give everybody a heads up. So we do apologize for the two-week break we had. Um, I mean, it's quite simple. I mean, with having families and prior obligations and stuff, uh, just we tried to make it work, but it uh, turns out, you know, uh, not everything works out. But uh, we are back and happy to be back. And uh, the reason that uh, for the break, anyway, on, on my end, uh we took a trip to Myrtle Beach with the family. Um, we drove, which uh, one of the first times I've ever done a significantly long drive with the family. Um, How did you enjoy that? Uh, you know what? I actually thought it would be way worse, um, especially with a four-year-old and a 15-year-old. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the first initial drive there, uh, it was just me. Uh, Miss, if you've ever listened to the podcast, my wife, Misty, uh, and my son, Max, who's four. Um, so the first day we got about, what, nine hours in, uh, we stopped in West Virginia overnight, uh, at the Holiday Lodge, not to be confused with the Holiday Inn, the Holiday Lodge. No. And let me tell you, sir. Which one's classier? (laughs) Oh, it's not a contest. I want you to think about this. When we, when we checked in. And it was, again, 9.30 at night. Uh, the uh, front desk agent was like, uh, uh, just FYI, uh, the, uh, there's no Wi-Fi. Uh, there's no elevators. Uh, the restaurant's closed. The bar is closed. Uh, but we still have breakfast. Would you like a room? <laughs> and I was like, uh, I mean, this is actually the second place we stopped at. We tried to get into a Comfort Inn, and I was like, they're full. And I was like, okay, is there anyone else around? The guy was like, yeah, the Holiday Lodge is open, but it's not great. And oh. he was right on the money <laughs> because the uh, – When the guy at the Comfort Inn's like, yes. man, this is not good news for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, and that's exactly it. When that guy says it's not a winner, he was absolutely spot on. And the fact that like the immediate first thing they said was like, we have vacancies solely based on the fact we've had a ton of cancellations because no Wi-Fi, no elevator, like no nothing. I was like, you know what? At this point, we just need to sleep. I'm not looking anywhere else. And then I realized after uh, I said that, I'm like, oh, yeah, shit, we have to go up the stairs now. And, of course, you put us on the third floor because why wouldn't you And no one's in your building? Um, so that was fun. Uh, but, you know, I'll give them uh, a tiny, tiny bit of credit. Breakfast was not horrible. But, you know, it got us on the road, and then we made it there. Another, you know what? <laughs> what? That is shocking to me that the breakfast was edible in any way, shape, or form. You know what? I was actually quite surprised. and It was actually one of the few places where I will give them this. I'm not a big grits fan, and I know everyone, like the United States, like they're big on that. Generally, I'm not. Mm-hmm. But and, and I'm surprised to say this. They had probably one of the better grits setups that I've ever had before. I mean, they didn't have much else. Uh, like the eggs were, you know, I mm. felt like they were scraped off the bottom of someone's boot. But hotel eggs. Oh, buddy, yeah. no, no. I've had hotel. This was not even that. <laughs> but oh. in either case, we got there. Uh, we did the week and then uh, made our way back. So then, uh, when we were driving back, uh, we had my stepdaughter with us. 
Uh, and then <laughs> it uh, the drive became maybe we'll stop to uh, I'm fucking driving all the way home. <laughs> and so we left at seven in the morning. Got home just before midnight, and I was like, "We're we're we're done. We're gonna not do this for a while." Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a long ride. I, I've done Myrtle Beach once in a car. Yeah. And well, it was a van, and they, like, it was a van. It's gonna sound very like 1970s serial killer, but it was a van with a bed in the back and a TV. So it was like the kids all got to hang out like back there while the parents drove and like took turns and shit like driving. Yep. Oh no, we didn't. That was okay. So it's funny, but like yeah. No, it's 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 a long trip, and that's the only good thing about having the SUV was um, with the pilot. It's it's Fair. got the the DVD player, um, and then we changed our phone plans so we had like you know super mega unlimited Wi-Fi, so the kids could just you know be entertained on the tablets and their phones and shit. Game the whole way. Down. Oh yeah, like that's brilliant. Oh yeah, like there was. I don't think we would have got very far if that didn't happen. And does your car have Wi-Fi? So it. It does well. It did. It gave us a trial one. Uh, when I went to like yeah. when they give you the plan for the vehicle, like I'm not paying. It was like you get five gigs for the month, and it's like seventy five dollars. And I was like, no, my phone will just yeah. will link to that and fuck that shit. Yeah. But uh, but nonetheless. Oh yeah, good call. Just that's a good call. Yeah. So yeah, I was like, nonetheless, we'll we'll do it this way and call it a day. But uh, that's what we were doing. And while we were down there, um, so I got to and you know. You know, it wouldn't be our podcast if I didn't try something new while we were down there. Um, so I tried. Agreed. Uh, disc golf. Have you ever played disc golf before? So not not. I've never played. But so not frisbee golf. It's, disc golf. There's a huge difference apparently between the two. Because one's a disc and one's a frisbee. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So, uh, is that the only difference though? Like, is it still golf, like frisbee golf, but with a disc? Uh, essentially, yes. But the way diff, disc golf is set up, there's a lot more. Uh, it usually they set them up in parks, and they, generally they're like free areas of parks. But they actually have like a legit its own, like it's more like a basket, so to speak. Um, okay. Then, uh, so my brother-in-law, uh, Mrs. Uh, brother Marty, uh, he plays yeah. regularly, like all the time, and he's actually really good so this is the second time i've gone out with him but the first time we played we went in florida uh a few years ago and i was like I, I don't know i lost like three of his discs like in the water everywhere um so this is like the first like real one where i actually didn't lose anything and it actually didn't suck too much but um so the way that the discs work i didn't realize this so there's different discs like there's technically like there's a putter there's a driver you can have a whole different set of like you know, I guess irons, I sort of speak, I guess. Um, okay. But he he plays with like 14 to 15 discs when he plays. And the every, every one has like stats. Like if you look on the discs, like some of these are good for distance and like curvature when it comes around. This one will keep it straighter. Uh, this one's heavier. This one's lighter. Like, like I was gonna say the weight differences and stuff. Oh yeah, like he, it's it's legit. And like for the baskets, like some of them you think like, oh, they're only like, you know, 200 yards away. And you're like, I can do that. But the way you throw it isn't like a Frisbee. This one's more... Think like when you when you start a lawnmower, like with a pull start, it's almost like you have, yep. you have to throw it almost straight through as opposed to like a curvature. And it's less... Uh, it's a little less wrist action. I guess okay. I'm not... Well, again, like I can't, I can't really attest to a lot of things. I'm not... I was not nearly... Would like you kind of say it's like an underarmed axe throw? 
Uh, or not underarm, like overarmed axe throw? Uh, I, there's different ways you can throw it, and I have seen a couple people because, you know, like on the course, so to speak, there are a lot of people that throw, yeah. like they'll throw it sidearm, they'll throw it, like they'll angle it back. Like it's it. There is definitely like different techniques because, again, there are like most of them take place in like heavy forested areas. Like there's a lot of, I, I don't know how many fucking trees I hit the entire time. Um, but, but it, yeah, there's definitely a lot of technique involved and obviously like I don't have any of it, but, uh, but it was good. It was the fact is most of the disc golf courses are free. So it was actually, it's a free sport to play. So for me, it was, I was like, Oh, that's pretty cool. And like I said, with, uh, Marty, he goes around to all courses, like everywhere. Apparently there's like a whole bunch, like Hamilton and area. He goes down to Niagara. There's not so many out like Eastway, he said there's not very many like in Toronto area because again, I you know dense populations and you know lack of space for right, a lot right. of parks and stuff. You need more park yeah. space. So, but he yeah. said like it's 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 pretty good. And actually, like I said, like I had a good time with it. I am just not good at it at all. I think there was one hole that I got. I think I think it was either par or bogey was the best that I did. And there was a couple of them where I was like twelve. Like <laughs> I was fucking nowhere near anything at all but i would recommend it it was a good time um well and it sounds like something you could do like with a family with pretty much any age like you could take a teenager to that you could take a kid to that you could you know what i mean and you could like you and your wife can go and do that like it sounds like it's not limited by you know like you can't take a four-year-old on the ice with you if you're really gonna be well i wouldn't take a four-year-old to unless it's one of those russian four-year-old kids then you could take that okay that's not that's those kids are like insane (laughs) like i remember watching those and then to this day it still makes me feel bad about being (laughs) playing hockey in general yeah but uh yeah but yeah so we tried that and the other thing i was going to try um was obviously so i went in the ocean which is a big deal for me um but i only again I, i limited myself to a certain distance um, then I was like, no, That's I fair. can't, I, I, no, I'm freaking out here a little bit. The ocean and a pool are two totally different pieces, oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Because like a pool has no tide. Yeah. And as somebody who's been caught in a riptide, I can tell you, or it might not even a riptide. It might've just been like a lazy Sunday tide and I just... It sucked so bad. So yeah, that's the thing. So, <laughs> so yeah, I got that. So my in-laws and everybody was actually in it and they brought some boogie boards with them. So I actually, cool. and I was like, you know what? It's shallow enough, I think, for me to try this. But okay. having watched people there that can swim properly and keep in mind, like my niece and my nephew were there with theirs. They're, you know, like not like yeah. young and my, you know, my stepdaughter Maisie 15 and then my uh, father-in-law who's 70 or sorry, 72 now. Anyway, yeah, so yeah. he was out there and watching them, even with these little like riptide waves, we're like getting pulled back and under. I was like, you know what? I can't. Fuck. I'm not. No. <laughs> just I can't. Yeah. I just if you're not comfortable, no. like the board helps because it's like a flutter board, right? Yeah. Like it, it it floats at all times. Yes, I don't. So that helps, but I mean, I don't. <laughs> it's one. Of, it's still one of those things. Yeah, I totally get it. It's the ocean is a different. Piece. Yeah. So again, unless the only time I don't give a shit when I'm in the ocean is if I'm in one of those like resort parts of the ocean where they fenced off. Yeah. So like no matter how far out I drift, eventually I'm going to hit something I can hold on to and pull myself back in. Yeah. So that was not the case. <laughs> there's, there's no fencing. Yeah, no. Like if you're gone, like I pulled out and then uh, I would. Yeah. So for me, it was just like, I'm sure there was enough people there that could have helped me, but I was just like, we're, we're just, we're not there. We're not there yet. 
No, that's fair enough. But uh, we're trying new things. We're not forcing ourselves to do things where, like, like I'm not going to get on a roller coaster. Not because I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Exactly. No, exactly why I don't want you. I just don't want you. <laughs> I was like, let's be honest here. It's not that you don't want. It's just absolutely because you don't want to. And I get that. I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah. If I wanted to get thrown around in a metal box, I'd get in more car accidents. I'm good. Well, I mean, I'm just going to stay with where I'm at. Again, <laughs> and that's perfectly acceptable. But that does mm-hmm. lead into what we recently did. So I know it's been long. Oh, yeah. So uh, the long-awaited, you know, intro that we gave to everybody saying that we will be doing a video series of new things we tried and really i should have probably taped even some of the disc golf but that was kind of like a random did you want to go thing um that we went and we in fact did try pole dancing yesterday and yes there will yes there, we did there will be a, a video coverage of said thing um I will. I don't, I, don't even, I don't even want to say that we tried. I want to say that we succeeded. Oh, we fucking, at we fucking nailed it. But <laughs> we're going to discuss that a bit later. I mean, we're not going to get on any, like, stages and be any kind of... Like, we're not good at it, but we accomplished the goals that were set out for us. That is true. And that is true. And like I said, we will... Mm-hmm. We're going to discuss that a bit more in depth later. Um, but we also wanted to make up for the fact that we've also been away for two weeks. So... We have decided that uh, today we are going to go a little heavy on everyone's favorite segment, and quite frankly, our only segment, of uh, a little yeah. thing we like to call, What's Fucked? What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck is that? And so today we're supposed to just post, you know, doing one or two. Uh, we've opted to go big time here, because we got to catch up, because let's be honest, we really enjoy talking about really fuck things on this show. And yeah, we, do. It, we just, it's so hard to not be intrigued about the world around us, you know? And I'd like to uh, open it up to you, Chase. I'm terrified. <laughs> it's true. But I'd like to open it up to you, Chase, to uh, start us off with uh, your first uh, little what's fuck story for us. All right. Um, so. I'm going to go, I believe, to Santa Cruz, California. Uh, California? Uh, yeah, it sounds like a California kind of place. It's hard for me to dispute it because my geography for the U.S. is not good. So I will say 100% that is correct. Yeah, so we're going with Santa Cruz, California. Yep. Um, this one's kind of a, a fun one. It's, it's not so fucked right out the gate. It's fucked, but it's not so fucked. There is an otter that is harassing surfers. And stealing their boards. <laughs> Oddly enough, I actually think I did hear about this story. I actually think there was a there was so he, there was a news coverage about this. Actually, not that this happened not long ago, didn't it? It looks like July, like end of July. So yeah, not that long yeah, ago. That's a, I guess I think I did hear about the, that. His move is he like gets onto the board so they get off because they don't want it. it's a wild animal, yep. and then he like swims away with it. <laughs> That's amazing. What a douche. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it's, it's awesome. I, and I'm so happy he's doing it. And like, that whole thing is, you him. can't even, you can't really argue anything because he's in fact the ocean creature. Like it's his water. Yeah. So you're in his yeah, house. It's like when someone comes into your house, you know, you want to slap them around and you get them off, get them out of there. He's just doing the same. It, if someone walks into my house with a surfboard, I'm taking the surfboard. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just like, this is happening. 
um, I, I, I don't, I don't really, it's hard to follow up on that story because like, it's, it's just so amazing that how nature kind of just picks up. With well, it's just, and what's he doing with them? Well, that's the whole thing. Is like, he, like building a house at a certain like, point? Yeah. You know, at the end of the day is, you know, once he's got that guy out of the water and he's got the board, he's just going to swim away and be like, I don't, I don't fucking need this, but it's just like one of those yeah. things like he can do it because he can, because he's like, I'm a dick and then that's it. Or, or otters are way smarter than we give them credit for. And they have a monetary, so like they have their own, like system, yeah, they, they have their own he's board. using the surfboards. He's trading them into the market so that he can get stuff. He's doing a fish trade. That's Maybe exactly like a whole, <laughs> there's a whole otter world that we don't know about where they live as us. But like as otters. To be fair, that's that is a Disney movie waiting to happen right there because quite mm-hmm. frankly, they've hit every other animal. Why not an otter film? Yeah. And here it is. They And like maybe otters are just too cute and Disney's like, we can't do it. Like what are we gonna how we can we can't fix perfection. <laughs> Look at this thing. Look at it try and open this shell with its little paw hands. Yep. While it's swimming around on its back with its smooth little head that looks like a mouse and a cat had a child. <laughs> Well, I gotta say that is uh, that's a good one. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so for for myself, um, so this one it's not so much the story that's fucked; it's the way that the media portrays the story. So when I tell you there's an article regarding peace talks, what do you think that refers to? Like, two nations are going to decide to stop fighting, so they need to, like, sit down and have a conversation about it. So that's the most common sense and practical thing that comes to mind, because I assume when I saw the title of this, I was like, all right, well, I'd like to know what's happening, and I assumed it was, you know, based on the fact it was Russia, the Ukraine thing. I was like, all right, maybe they're making progress. But, apparently, in the UK, when they refer to there's a meeting about peace talks... You know what they're referring to, Chase? King Charles and Prince Scotland Prince and Harry. That is where they actually use the, oh, they no. use the words. <laughs> there was a meeting for peace talks between King Charles and his son Prince Harry. So they uh, like. I don't want to say. You know what? <laughs> I legitimately hold on. I legitimately feel bad for Prince Charles, and I never I know, thought King in Charles, my entire King life now. For King Charles. I never thought in my entire life I would be like, you know what, I feel for this guy. Because, like, he's made some choices, they've been somewhat suspect, what have you. But, like, this guy probably is just like, hey, I'd like to have my kid back. Yeah. If you guys don't mind, now that I'm king of the entire fucking country. Yep. And they're like, you can have it back, but it's going to cost you. Like, they could have written some, like, they're meeting to reconcile... They could have said anything else that's more an, an yeah. emotion based, but they decided to go. They like literally wrote their meeting for peace talks. Like, yeah, I don't want to say that. that it's like that's, that's like really that's clickbait, right? That's, yeah, and that's whole thing is it's like for me is that's bullshit journal, journalism at its finest. Like right there, yes, like it the is. way they frame that yes, is, is just like that. Not only is it ignorant to like make it again, like you said, clickbait. To think it's something else and it's, you know, something maybe that's, I would say, a little more worldly and a lot more important in a certain way. Um, but you're kind of, 
I think it puts a real damper on the relationship when they've made it sound like everybody's at war. And the thing is, like, people are actually yeah. at war. So it for me, it's just like it's oh. it's it's such a dick thing to say. Like they're at they're meeting for peace talks. Like again, like you said, father and son wanting to reconcile. I would never frame in the way of saying they're in like negotiations for peace talks. Like no, that is that's like Charles. Charles has two grandchildren that he doesn't get to see right now because the media is upset that Harry doesn't want to do the song and dance. Yeah. And that him and his wife have moved to America because they were being harassed and they were being harassed. Like let's, let's face facts. Like these people don't have a fun life. They can't like after we finish this podcast tonight, if I want, cause I'm clearly smoking a joint while we're recording this, I can go to the store, buy a chocolate bar and come back to my house and enjoy said chocolate bar on that walk. Nobody will take my picture. These guys can't even open their front door without 500 people taking their picture. It can't be a fun life. Like, it lives behind, like, is it extreme privilege? Absolutely. But at what cost? Well, uh, yeah, I mean, and the thing is the way, I mean, look, I mean, if you look at the, you know, the mother of the children, like Princess Diana, like, that's exactly one of the reasons that her whole death came yeah. about, right? And so, clearly, first yeah. off, no one's learned from that. Like, the paparazzi will forever be no. the same thing. Like, they will forever They're find still chasing any... after him on motorbikes. Yeah, and... and for, and I also disagree, Chase. I guarantee someone's going to take your picture. I mean, it may not be for the reasons you think it is, but someone will because this is the that's reason. just that's just weird, Bob. He's fine. We don't we don't bother with weird Bob. Weird Bob doesn't bother. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, nonetheless, though, he'll still take your picture. But uh, but yeah, for me, that's that's why that story is fucked. Like I said, it's not so much the content, but it's the way they frame this as. You know, mm-hmm. an actual like war negotiation. I, I, I just that is super ignorant to me. I think, and it's just that's fucked to me. Yeah, and I think that there's they've also tried to play his wife against the entire family. I, I like, I'm yeah. sure that she's had her moments. Don't get me wrong, but again, you're living in a pressure cooker. Oh yeah, it's a new pressure cooker because you've never lived this life before. You started dating this prince. Well, it, you knew what you were getting into. But maybe you did. Well, because like yeah. with Diana, same thing, right? Yeah, I think I think it's totally different coming from. There's the celebrity aspect, especially like for actors and actresses, like where she came from. But like to your point, yeah. though, when it's the royalty in the UK, like that's that is a different fucking animal. Like that is that is a re- oh, that, that sure. is a. That's just like a religion. Like, well, I mean, look at the people that line. They up, have like when the people line up for when someone passes away in the royal family. Like, they, I oh, they, yeah. sh- they have they have political referendums about this shit. Like, yeah, about because some people were like, we don't want the royal family anymore. It costs a lot of money to keep them. You know, they they don't really do much except for like ceremonial stuff. Um, and then like they have charities and stuff. They do do a, a, a incredible amount of charitable work. But you know, they're. they're some people think they're from the past and we need to get past it and just whatever. And then there's the loyalists who are like, absolutely not under no circumstance. There will always be a royal family. Oh yeah. So like they will have actual political debates in that country about this family. And it's just, it blows my mind. Yeah. Because like the end of the day is they, they don't have any say over what's happening. They don't, but I mean, they, but they just kind of, they go at this family nonstop. So, I mean, I've, All the time, yeah, and that's like, and and don't get me wrong, some of them are scumbags. Oh, absolutely, but I mean, like, that's no different. Andrew's a fucking scumbag. <laughs> I mean, 
Wait, that's a whole different fucking topic to get into, but I mean, like, yeah. I saw that picture. <laughs> that's a scummy picture. That's all I'm going to say. That is a scummy picture. Fair enough. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so that would be my, uh, my, my first what's, what's fucked here to get us caught up here for after the two weeks. So, uh, I throw it back mm-hmm. to you, Chase. What, uh, what is also fucked in the world to you? So I had something else actually, but as I was looking at the Otter article, <laughs> I found another article from later on, so more recently, that says Otter Outlaw continues to evade wildlife officials in Santa Cruz. <laughs> the Otter Outlaw. <laughs> Why do you even debate? I'm just picturing. I'm just picturing all these wildlife officials like. Combing the, the outskirts of Santa Cruz, looking for this otter, and he's just like up in the hills with a bandit mask on, being like, they'll never catch me. Look at all my surfboards. <laughs> I mean, how do you even not, like, I, I have to agree. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like, this this guy just, like, hanging out, peeking out behind a rock when, like, it's like a the cartoon kind of, like, version of my head where he's peeking out behind a rock and... The cops are driving by, and they're just right, and he's just secretly laughing in the background, like "Ah, I'm gonna get yeah. your boards, idiots!" <laughs> like, I'm picturing him as like Bug Bunny, basically. Exactly. Like that, he fucks with everybody else, and then disappears into nothingness, and they have nothing to, do, they can nothing they can do. <laughs> oh, I love the fact that this is ongoing. <laughs> yeah, there's a second. Like, I wish there was a third. <laughs> I do have a third. What's fucked? But this is the. It, yeah, it's not that. That that was just. I couldn't resist. That's too good. Yeah. That's too good. Yeah. I will do this as a small what's fuck. Um, somebody told me recently that Jake Paul's going to try and fight Tyson. So I heard this rumor as well, and I and I believe when somebody spoke to Tyson, he actually like didn't even bat an eye and said was like, I would I would kill this guy, and I actually don't think he's legitimately even interested in the fight because he was like, no, yeah. I would. I'm, it's a waste of my time. <laughs> I would murder this yeah, guy. I, yeah, I, I honestly think, like, if that fight were to happen, like, you want to think, like, Jake Paul might be, you know, an okay boxer. Like Jake, I, Paul apparently, Jake Paul apparently can hit. Like, he, he can hit hard, apparently. Yeah. And um, he's decent. Like, he's uh, he's like a... He's an amateur at best. Decent to amateur level boxer. Yeah. And... He's been, you know, getting fights with guys where he's got a lot of weight on them or something like that. He's done all right. Like, he's got a winning record. I don't know if he's earned it. I haven't really watched any of his fights, to be honest with you. This is just, like, through talking heads that I'm getting. Yeah, so I, I've watched, I think, in the last four or five fights, um, yeah. including the, the the latest one with the Nate uh, with uh, Nate Diaz. Diaz. Yeah, so yeah, it yeah. wasn't... I thought Diaz was going to win that. I was surprised when he did. I'm not really shocked that he didn't take it to him but at the same time i think i'm more disappointed he didn't win but so there's also supposed to be a jake paul nate diaz mma so that was that was in the rematch contract so he has the option to pre to um put in that do an mma so yeah so that's the thing is like okay well you beat me at boxing the rematch will be mma and he apparently has exercise crush you so he apparently has exercised that option and I don't, okay. I don't know if Jake Paul's actually accepted it. I don't see why he wasn't because well, he doesn't have a choice. If it's yeah. in the contract, he'll be in violation. Yeah. So we'll we'll see. I, uh, I, I the whole thing with Jake Paul is when, the, when he actually fought another boxer, he was exposed. 
Yeah. So and Fury's Fury's yeah. brother, who's apparently like not as good as his older. Oh, brother, not, so. he's not. It's he's okay, but yeah, like compares his brother, he's nothing. But I mean, for him yeah. to jump from you know another you know relative. I wouldn't say like uh, people know him boxer like you know I would say probably in more yeah. intermediate to go against Tyson like that's going from fucking David to Goliath real quick and especially for the fact and actually we spoke about this yesterday Tyson still trains like I don't give a shit how much training oh, yeah. I don't think Jake Paul would really understands like w- Dude, what the-, the professional guys who hold the mitts for Tyson yeah <laughs> when you slow down the tape and he's working the gloves their faces are terror personified. Yep. Like they're just, they're so afraid. He's just going to forget that this is sparring and just kind of lean in just another inch. Yep. And then they're just not going to have a face. (laughs) And yeah, like I understand what he's trying to do for, again, star power and legitimacy and stuff like that. But I mean, that for me is, I'm glad that the fact is, and I'm hoping the rumor is true. Like Tyson's like, he won't take the fight simply because like, he would probably get charged with murder. <laughs> like he, he would yeah. absolutely decimate that kid. And like, I like, again, yeah. like, I, uh, like the mindset for one thing, like I'm that good, but don't, don't, if you give me Mike Tyson now, right? Yep. Like how he looks now. Yep. And you make him 40 years old instead of 55. Yeah. 50, 55, I think. Yeah. So if you make him 40 years old instead of 55. I say he's got a he's got a fighter's chance against Tyson Fury, yeah, because he can get in close enough and work his body with shots that he's probably never felt before. Like mind you, he did hit, he took shots from Wilder. Yep. I don't know who's got harder punching power, Tyson or Wilder, like in their prime. Yeah, but I mean, I think I give him a fighter's chance. Now, obviously, Fury's got a ton of reach and height on. Oh yeah. Because Fury's a like Fury's six nine. Yeah, he's a he's a large fellow, so, and there's a reason he's champion. Yeah. So, I, oh yeah, he's a he can fucking fight too. I've watched. I just watched that series about him and his family. Well, that's the thing. And, uh, like for the fact that Jake Paul didn't even beat his brother, like he there like there's no opportunity for him to to battle the champ. Like like if you can't beat his less yeah, skilled no. brother, then you wouldn't have a prayer no. on the end of that, other end of that. So. No. It, it is what it is. I mean, they're, they're going to issue challenges. And I think the thing that I, I kind of feel bad for box, with the way boxing fans, I, Go, so, it's been a, yeah. I think it's, he's made more of a circus out of boxing than it's helped the sport. Yeah. But, but that's, well, my I don't take know. On See, it. that's where, that's where I'm a little bit different. I think he's made a circus out of boxing, but I think boxing needed a bit of a circus brought back to it. I think boxing had gotten a little, stale oh that I, I i agree with that it got stale but i i think the world and they needed a they need a villain well and that's and, th- and he'll be the villain well no he's easily the villain because i again i think it's solely based on the fact is the lack of skill or his skill level i shouldn't say lack of skill because he is skilled i'd like but his his level of what he's but eventually it'll catch up to him he's gonna get in the ring with somebody yeah and it'll catch up to him and then they're gonna they're gonna wipe him out and the thing is everybody who like the money he'll make for that fight will set him up for the rest of his life because all the people who fucking hate Jake Paul will watch that fight to watch him get his face beaten in. Oh yeah. And all the people who love Jake Paul will watch that fight because it's a Jake Paul fight. 
So he'll be able to sell that pay-per-view for fucking millions. Well, that's all he's been doing. And that's the thing is a lot of people are willing to take the fight because of how much money they're getting paid. And that's and that's the honest oh, yeah. truth. Like that there's only people that are accepting these fights because they're getting paid to do it. But he's going to do something stupid. Like he's going to do something stupid. Like he's going to do the fight with Diaz. He's going to think he's in MMA now. And then he's going to ask Khabib to come out of fucking retirement. Oh yeah, he'll he'll do something real stupid. Like he'll, he'll as soon as he does that, he'll be like, I'm going to fight like Randy Couture or like Brock Lesnar. Like he'll call something stupid yeah. out, and he'll just be like, Yeah, you're you're no, shut up. Brock Lesnar would be awesome. Well, just pick him up by the face, just like <laughs> rack him around a bit. Oh man, a lot of people would pay good money for that one. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, that's. Uh, that's a good one for uh, the world of fucked. Yeah. Um, so the next one. That's you, sir. So this one I have to talk about. This is the one that our friend Maddie brought to our attention because it it is the story is so fucked. I don't know how not to to tell this story. I don't know if you read the full article he sent us, but no. the best thing about this article this is the headline for the article. Texas woman attacked by a snake and a hawk while mowing her lawn, yelling, (laughs) help me, Jesus. (laughs) So, (laughs) so this Texas (laughs) Texas woman is literally mowing her lawn when a snake falls from the sky and wraps around her upper body, more specifically her arm. And then she's, of course... Panicking, she's on a riding mower, waving her arm around, yelling, help me, Jesus. Then the hawk, who initially had the snake and dropped it, came down and started trying to catch the snake while attacking the woman at the same time. So now she's the snake is tightening apparently around her arm like a vice grip. The hawk is scratching at her entire head, body, and arm, trying to get the snake away from her. With huge talons. Yeah, and is just absolutely attacking the shit out of her. And she's still on the lawnmower. (laughs) So, apparently, after a few minutes, the hawk manages to get the snake and then fly away. And I guess uh, a neighbor finally noticed that something had happened and then took her to the hospital. But... Like, just, I want you to picture this happening. A snake falls out of the oh. sky onto you. What the fuck do you do with that? Oh, yeah. And then, seconds later... You freak the fuck yeah, out. And then, seconds later, a fucking hawk is attacking you, too. So, not only are you trying to deal with a snake crushing your arm and part of your neck, now it's a hawk slashing at you in the meantime. And all you can do is yell, Help me, Jesus. Over and over and over again, which is apparently what she did. Uh. So <laughs> the best part is, is like when they're explaining us, cause the article looks, it was from, uh, people. It's from the States, right? So obviously, yeah, so it was in Texas. Cause you know, what, where else would it, it where, was in Texas? Yeah. yeah. Like where else? So where was the good guy with a gun? Where was he? And you know what? There was a bad snake and a bad hawk and there was no good guy with a gun so to save her. This is my thought on this for a state that is like. Not even just pro gun. Like you were born and given one, <laughs> like out of the womb. Yeah. And not a single yeah. person, not a single person, sees this and try. I mean, to be fair, maybe they had the common sense to not shoot the woman, 
but no, but like you could have, they could have fired a shot in the air, which scares off the hawk, and then they could have addressed the snake by hitting the woman in the arm with a stick over and over again until it died. <laughs> but so I mean, this is clearly freaking out. You're not going to call the snake. They're going to be like, "Chill, buddy. It's cool. It's cool. It's okay, buddy." Like the snake is, it's got to go now. <laughs> like I, I can't, I can't even fathom what to do in that scenario and it's just like it just it was one of those things where it just like it goes from bad to worse like and it was like almost immediate like oh this is horrible thing that's happening wait 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 (laughs) can you not figure out if what to do if you were the person being attacked or as like us watching that scenario because as us watching that scenario what we would have to do is one of us would have to shout mortal (laughs) combat and then we just yeah. Yes. Step yes. It's it's night wolf and reptile against this woman in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> exactly. Oh man! But apparently she. And if the other one can barely like play the music on his phone, that would be cool too. <laughs> and that's the other thing that surprises me again. Like, not only did no one have a gun that's available again, given where it happened, but no one taped it. Mm-hmm. Like, I couldn't even imagine someone with that. Oh, wait a minute. Actually, if I'm reading this correctly. Was there fit? someone taped it? I th- was there somebody to taped it? No, now I have to know. I don't know. I'm hoping there is. <laughs> uh, or I was like, maybe because it says there's hawk attack and there's graphic video, but I don't think. Oh, did somebody taped it? No, I think this is the aftermath. Oh, I oh, don't think. It, damn it! But I mean, I mean, I you know, it's never nice to see horrible things like that because I mean, I do that graphic I, video. I was like the field where it happened. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, they just keep showing pictures of the hospital and stuff. I was like, oh, that's boring, but. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, but that that's uh, again that Texas never disappointing on horrible, violent things happening no. to their residents. <laughs> Texas is coming through in the clutch every time. Well, I mean, it's either them or Florida. So, uh, what do you got? So uh, th- there, I, 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 there's just so much in the states right now. I was just flipping through like articles because I was like, oh, I don't know, maybe maybe we don't want to do this stuff here. Like there was a snake in a toilet in Florida. And, Oh, that not a surprise. There's huge chunks of ice found in a damaged house in Massachusetts. What? But I think I've decided to settle on. Woman says she fractured her ankle when she slipped on a piece of prosciutto, and now she is suing. <laughs> well, you know what? First off, of course she's suing. But please tell me how this came to be. <laughs> a woman who fractured her left ankle during a trip with her husband to the Italian food emporium Itali. Mm-hmm. spelled E-A-T-A-L-Y, Ugh. in Boston last year, is blaming her injury on a piece of ham. Okay. So I guess she's walking in the restaurant, there's prosciutto on the floor, she slips, breaks her, an- or breaks her ankle, and is now suing for, I'm assuming, a ungodly amount. Oh, only 50000 you know? Really? Honestly, that is a lot less than what I thought. Actually, I, I... I figured she'd go for millions. Well, you know what? It also could be one of those things where... Like, for most cases, if they want to settle quick, most insurance companies, mm. for, like, a small amount, they actually would be like, you know what, fine, here's... Or is she just asking for that, and they're like, okay, here's forty or 30000 Um which I'm surprised. Yeah. But uh, I think maybe if, if they haven't even really started negotiation on that, she'll say that, but then immediately the fifty becomes, well, now it's emotional pain, so that's an additional $3.5 million. But... Well, that's the it's it's the emotional pain or the 
what is it? Uh, it's fucking something suffering. Yeah, it's it's Un- unconditional suffering. It's, or something uh, like that. it's undue harm and uh, oh shit! Why can't I think of the word right now? Um, I got another mini. What's fucked? If we got time? Oh, we got time, but uh, it's it's a little one. But it's it's. Go ahead. No, no, I was just gonna say, like, for just to k- k- stay on that case, I assume it's probably yeah. similar. The lawsuit is probably based around similar to the whole. Uh, you slipped on the wet floor. Um, because you know, no one was cleaning up, or no, oh, yeah, it's just the maintenance thing. Nobody cleaned up the hem. Yeah. Oh, no. they're definitely going to get nailed for it. But I'm surprised she's only going for fifty grand. So yeah, I, usually I, in the states they go for like big numbers. But again, I still think that I think that's yet to come. I think that maybe she's trying to be nice to say that, but then immediately it's actually oh five hundred thousand. I meant typo, but. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, continue if you, you wanted imagine. to do that. Oh yeah, I meant to put two zeros. Oh, the the mini one. Um, so I'm going to read a, a newspaper headline yep. to you, and then I'm going to give it to you from the perspective of the goat. So, <laughs> the fact that you framed it to the perspective of a goat has now completely intrigued yeah. me. Willie the Texas Rodeo Goat, on the lamb for weeks, has been found safe. So first off, now, they wanted to play it From up. the perspective of the goat, <laughs> this is Willie the Texas Rodeo Goat, who has escaped from the rodeo. <laughs> has been recaptured and is again a political prisoner of the goat human war. <laughs> I think um, what made me laugh about that was the goat is on the lamb. I'm assuming somebody's like, is it literally yeah. on the lamb or is it just missing? <laughs> but Oh it's on the it's on the lamb. It's it's the rodeo goat. <laughs> it's from South it's from South Texas. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> like there was no other place to me that would make more sense than being from Southern Texas. So, uh, did they say how the uh, cornered said fugitive, or how this entire manhunt came to be, or <laughs> uh, they the goat hid in sugarcane and cornfields, avoiding capture for weeks. Smart goat, smart goat, right there. Nothing but candy and enjoyment. <laughs> if only there was a device that allowed us. To get slightly higher off the ground than where we usually are, so that we could see from above and possibly notice an animal moving through a field of, I don't know, something like corn or sugarcane. Oh, man. But so, Willie, uh, 300 miles, he, he crossed about 300 miles. Residents searched for her on horses and all terrain vehicles. Oh, they did use drones. Well, there you Which, go. I guess they just couldn't figure it out. <laughs> uh, local businesses aided by donating prizes and gifts worth $5,000 in total, including brisket, bales of hay, and beef jerky <laughs> to be given to whoever found her. Oh, man. And then the hero is Ricardo Rojas III. Of course, yes. And he and a friend caught the slippery goat on Monday in his backyard about one mile away from where she escaped. <laughs> so, 300 miles, all to come back to getting caught a mile away from the original area to which it was escaped. And you could have got yourself prizes of hay, jerky, and brisket. <laughs> this is... Yep. this is Well, no, they did. The Ricardo Rojas guy, got he got five grand worth of prizes, including jerky and brisket. So, this... This couldn't be a more Texan story if it tried. <laughs> like, Oh, no, yeah. 
It's actually really long. <laughs> I, well, I mean, that's a, that's a lot of terrain to cover for said rodeo goat. <laughs> and if well, and they're like coyotes could have gotten her. I'm picturing like homeward bound, but it's just one goat <laughs> instead of three dogs. <laughs> And just literally lying in a field by itself, being like, whatever, I'm good here, man. I'll just take a stroll back, yeah, see if they yeah. care. This is fine. Like, uh, oh, oh, they're moving the house again? Okay, I'm going to go in and eat with the rest of the goats, and then I'll go out through my secret entrance. So only I know about Yeah. And you know what? I'm tired of this. I'm just going to head back, go to this guy's house, and he'll just bring me back, whatever. He usually had food. It'll be fine. Yeah. Oh, I want to make sure he gets all his gift prices. So, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, uh, uh, again, uh, just... So that's it for me. Well, I mean, the U.S., they just never... They, they never give they us... Bring the, they bring the thunder every time. So, <laughs> the next one I have, and you'll be shocked to learn, it's from the United States. This one is regarding an, an Alabama <laughs> woman. So, this woman uh, has now admitted she lied about seeing a lost child... And being abducted. So I know oh, what you're thinking. Snap. What? What the fuck? You need to now. You just need to read the article. So apparently, there's this woman uh, from again Alabama woman. So she went missing for two days yeah. after telling 911 that she had found a stranded toddler, and then she went missing when they came to check the obviously check the tip. So she was missing, and this child was never seen. And then, like, she was missing for two days. So. And so she made all this up. So apparently the entire thing was a lie. And when in a statement given by her lawyer, uh, when she turned up and after the investigation, um, she was supposed to go into the police station, but she sent her lawyer to apologize on her behalf for having lied about seeing a missing child. And being abducted. Like, she had a whole story. Like, she went in, grabbed this kid. Uh, there was a couple men hiding behind trees uh, that took her and the kid. And, like, like like a full elaborate story, apparently. But as it turns out, during the investigation, uh, according to uh, police, uh, it wasn't a very good story because they found her history uh, on the computer, uh, which consisted of how to get around an Amber Alert how to make yourself disappear, <laughs> faking a kidnapping. Uh, and what else did she do? Uh, there was something else here. Uh, like It was something like how to lie to police. Uh, <laughs> like, And this is just like in her Google search history. So they're like, we, we did just another bored, lonely person who's... She's 25 years old. Wasting everybody. 25 years old. That's the important thing to note. 25 years old. So she lied about seeing a kid, lied about an entire abduction... And they still don't understand why she did it. And there's apparently, and this is the surprising part, they haven't actually charged her with anything yet, even though she filed a fake police report uh, and like everything under the sun here. Uh, there's a number of charges that she could be charged with, but they haven't charged her with anything. So, and the whole thing is, it doesn't say anywhere about like any sort of mental illness with her or anything like that. They just say, "Oh, well, she's gonna have mental illness." Well, like that's a hundred percent. But the whole thing is, is from what they're explaining, like the entire thing is how she put very little effort in first hiding it, but she knew like she had a game plan to do all this, and then I guess after that, she like she felt really bad about doing it and came forward 
but after getting an attorney. So for me is, I, I would say like there was probably a lot more thought into it than originally put into. But I'm also, I, like, I mean, but the thing is, you don't, you don't, you can be mentally ill and smart at the same oh, time, incompetent. right? Yeah, for sure. So she could be delusional and think like, oh, if I do this story, everybody will love me. And then like, I'll just explain something about like, she, she must've told herself some story in her head about how she's getting rid of that kid, like how that story goes away. But then she does it, realizes, oh my God, nobody loves me. Like, well, not nobody loves me, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. nobody's happy about this or like missing me or coming to get me. I need to, I've, I've, and her delusion starts crashing and then I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like maybe she's just a psycho, but I, I think that there's probably going to be some, some pretty serious mental illness going on in there. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would say so. But I, like for me, it was, it was I, I'm just, it, it's intriguing to think like, it, it's one thing to do like, you know, the, the kidnapping part. Like that, I can see like, and it's been mm-hmm. done before. Where someone's like, you know, they go missing and they say they claim they've been kidnapping. It's the random Fake kidnapping. It's stuff, it's yeah. just the random weird. I found a child thing that I I don't I don't fully grasp how that would even fit into the whole thing. Maybe she doesn't think that she's valuable enough that they would come looking for just her. But if she's found a child and then gone missing, now it adds an extra layer to the subject because now it's like, oh, well, did the guy. Like the the guy, but like the the person who took the child, find them and take her too, and now they're both missing, and now like manhunt, like find this woman. Oh, we found her. She's a hero. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, I just because like the like the one thing is like again, there's just there's no child and there's no abductors and there's just nothing to it. So for, that's why the whole thing. Like when I read, it, I'm like, this is just fucked. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's. It's like catfishing the cops. Yeah, and but then, like while you're doing it, then you like all of a sudden you send your lawyer to be like, oh, by the way, she was just kidding, so we're good. Well, <laughs> I, if if she was the one who came up with the plan for the lawyer, then she's like, yeah, there's 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 something there's there's several screws missing there. Oh yeah, but if that could be like a family member, like if they found out what she did, and they were like what the fuck's going on? Like, why are you on the news saying you're missing? You've been sitting here for three days. Yeah. Um, they maybe were like, you need to get a lawyer. I would like, and get them. Yeah. I would actually hope that's what happened because like I said, like apparently like there was a whole bunch of community engagement. They're like, Oh, find this woman. Like they set this up like Mm -hmm. relatively quickly. And of course, you know, the third day comes around like, Oh, she's just kidding. (laughs) Like, uh, she was just at Tom's house. Sorry. Yeah, our bad. Even though she made the panic nine one one call and screwed us all, but hey, there you go. It's just like I mean, it is the thing is, yeah, we're probably gonna find out there's something mentally ill with this woman, but like, it's a disgusting waste of police resources and shit like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it it just takes away from everybody else's shit. Like we pay. We need more money for cops. Why? Because we have to pay them more. Why? Because the fucking resources are getting wasted. And that's the other thing, too, is they say, like, the police right now is just, like, it's a waste of resources. They're not doing anything. But then you hear shit like this where they're putting resources towards something that's considered, you know, a relatively 
big case, like you have a missing child and a missing, you know, a 25 year old woman. And then it turns out neither one of those things had happened. And you've spent all that, you know, resources and time. And at the same time, everyone's like, you know, they're a waste of money. They don't solve anything. But then they're sent on a complete wild goose chase. Be like, well, they looked into it. And they, what do you expect them to do? Like, they took it seriously. They spent all the time and money on it. You can't blame them for that because someone literally screwed over the system. Yeah. But I mean, I think the, 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 the cop thing is like it's too big of a topic. Oh to yeah, like into, yeah, that's it's like yeah. <laughs> you definitely get those. You also get the other side of that too, though, where it's like they've not investigated when they should have. Yeah, and you know, bad things happened as a result. Oh yeah. So it, they, they you lose like every time something like that happens, an organization like the cops loses a little bit of credibility, right? Oh yeah, there's it's, it's like, yeah, it's never a winning situation regardless. So that's that whole damned if you do, damned uh, if you don't thing, right? Exactly. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. Um, but that is most fucked. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Um, and that's all I, I had prepared. I don't know about you. Was that, uh, did you have any more or any mini? No, that's all. I, that's, the, no, that's all I got. I, after the, the otter, the, the <laughs> master criminal otter, I just, there's just not too much left. <laughs> well, um, I would like to make a statement here, uh, uh, here at the old No Pro. Is I think we're going to continue coverage of this <laughs> said story because uh, I really, I really need to know how the saga ends <laughs> for this one. We will stay with this until its completion. <laughs> I, I hope they continue, and I hope the rampage just keeps going on for the summer months here because I look forward to continued. Uh, knowledge of said otter and his rampage to the city of Santa Cruz. Show your support for the otter by commenting <laughs> on our various websites. Yes, yes, for sure. But uh, I think for the uh, for the wrap up here for the last two weeks, I think we had a relatively strong uh, what's uh, what's fucked episode here today. Uh, so let's uh, let's just wrap her up here and then jump right into the rest. Here. Oh, fucking otter! Perfect. Fucking otter! <laughs> Well, I mean, how do you follow up that? <laughs> I mean, you've got you've got um, you've got uh, war, war talks between a child and parent and a rampaging otter, and I mean, people making up fun stories for the police that uh, I, I don't even know how it would even connect to the things that we've done <laughs> as of the last day, but uh, we'll try to make. Oh, so yeah, <laughs> I guess like. How do we make this all work? We'll figure it out. But uh, and that's the beautiful thing about the No Pro Podcast. Here we're gonna try. We're probably gonna suck at it, but we're gonna own it. And we definitely, uh, I can speak for myself here. Um, I did enjoy trying out the uh, the pole dancing. So let's let's do a little deep dive into our experience with that. Um, so we it is a hell of a workout. I. All right, let's let's just introduce the studio stuff before we jump directly. So, um, yeah, yeah. so Shannon, who uh, was one of the guests on the uh, pole dancing episode, um, she arranged us to go to the Our Haven uh, Dance Studio in Burlington. Um, we were instructed by Kelly, who is her main instructor, um, and so we met there for Saturday afternoon, um, and it was very, I would say, an interesting experience for sure because it was i can uh in speaking for myself a lot of the stuff that we learned and did i wouldn't say it was outside of 
necessarily my comfort zone, but I think it was mm-hmm. outside the range of things I would normally do exercising. And my feelings, having at least had the day to recover from said workout, uh, it was definitely yep. it was definitely a different workout, and it was one of those ones where you discovered muscles are hurting that I didn't know you could work. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it was uh, it, it it was definitely uh, an eye opening experience. I, I think um, it's hard to say that it wasn't what I expected it to be. Uh, I think it was basically exactly what I expected it to be, and I did expect it to be a degree of difficult because, again, like watching people do it and then thinking, like you know, I don't. It's never crossed my mind to be like I could do that, but I think understanding how people get to that point of being that good. Uh, fuck. Yeah. That is a journey, man. <laughs> because yeah. I know, oh, yeah, I, no, I know I'm not, not there. Overnight. <laughs> fuck. So, oh. um, yeah, I thought Kelly was awesome. Uh, I think she was, yeah. she was really, mm-hmm. really good at explaining and really walking us through the experience. Um, mm-hmm. it was, uh, it was like, honestly, I, I seeing how, you can do certain things that you never think you would do and, and really giving it that effort. I actually really enjoyed it. And I actually love the fact that Shannon did jump in. Uh, and she also never, oh, yeah. she never did the whole class. Yeah. Right? And I think what was awesome about that was she didn't join the class to simply be like, ha ha, look at what I can do. You idiots. It was more of a, yeah, you know, here's what you can get to. Where's where she was. And she knows where, you know, essentially where we're starting from. And uh, she was like basically the secondary teacher, like helping out too. Um, was really was really great dynamic. It was great to have like a another person there. Um, well, and then it could also be because then it was like some of the times when, so like most of the time when Kelly would show us something, she would show us in the mirror, and we would watch her in the mirror. And then sometimes it would be easier if Shannon did the move, and then Kelly like showed us like, okay, so here, see what she's doing there, do that, see what she's doing here, do this. So it was like having somebody who was capable to work with her so that she could show us how to do it properly. Yeah. Or, or our version of properly. <laughs> anyway. Yes, um, that is very true. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like even, so I'm going to ask you this part. So having, having done that, um, what do you think yeah. was the most surprising aspect of learning that? Because um, it's kind of say not to say. Like, I would say, I would say just like the, like I kind of knew that the way you would hold on to the pole would be with your skin, and that it would hurt a lot. Yep. Um. So I was I was mentally prepared for that because like I was like that's the only way it possibly could work. And plus I I know like Shannon's one of my best friends. I talk to her all the time. Yep. So she talks about this stuff with me. I know that that's how that works. Um, I would say like some of the, like the hip stuff, like the muscles in the hips, like stretching them out to get them to the angles you needed to. Yep. Like that, that was my right hip was like, I don't know who the fuck you think you are, sir, <laughs> but if you don't put me back down immediately, I will kill you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I can agree with that. Um, I think the other thing that surprised me, I guess it's not really surprising, but it was one of those things that I think I overlooked and I never put any thought into, um, was how much time you spend on the balls of your feet. And to me, it was like, it was one of those things yeah. like I never, 
and never process that because you see the way they they walk it and most of the time where, where she even says like they're wearing you know it's more again because it's geared more towards women where they're wearing the heels and stuff but a lot of stuff they do is solely based on using the balls of your feet so I think like for yep. spending that almost the entire hour on the balls of my feet, which is one of the contributing reasons why my calves are absolutely like half crippled today, um, and I can't I yep. can't wait for tomorrow and see how bad they are tomorrow because again it's always the second day that's the worst. Um, uh-huh. But I, I I I don't think I ever actually processed that. Where again the amount of time that we spent on the balls of our feet, even when we were doing some of the stretches or exercises where we would squat, but again you're on the balls of your feet squatting. It was like, oh Jesus Christ! Watch, and then pushing back. Watch them figure out this is, yeah. Watch them figure out this is going to be like an excellent workout for hockey players. Uh, you know what? I actually, I, I wouldn't you're be on shocked. the balls of your feet the entire time, so your calves are just killing you, and you're holding your whole body weight, and it's all core. Like it would be, it's literally like a full body workout you could make do for a hockey player that would, yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, uh it uh. <laughs> One of the things, or first off, I regret my choice of T-shirt because when I when I was doing some of the preliminary stuff, I was like, "Man, that T-shirt is too short for me." <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I was just going through. I was like, "Well, there we go." You know, fuck a six pack. I'm showing everyone the two four, so we'll go with that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's uh, it was good. And here's one of the things I, I wanted to ask about that. Now, while we were doing it. And I, I kind of made a conscious thought about this, and I, I wanted to ask you later on. And I, well, I totally forgot. Um, what obviously it makes more sense to discuss it here. Um, did you at any point in time, and it wasn't so much about certain movements and stuff. Did you ever feel self conscious at any point in time? Because for me, while we were doing it, and, and I'm actually kind of surprised, I never really was. Yeah. No. I like the. What was, I think there was one move where I was like, but what it was, was we did the move and then Kelly did the move. When Kelly did the move, she put some sex on it. <laughs> and remember she said like sexify it or something like that. Yeah. And it was, and so it was more like, a, a, I guess you would call a feminine movement. And I was just like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to move my leg from here to over there. So I, I so <laughs> now what she did. Which is like a me. That's an entirely me thing. Like that's me and my head being fucked up about something. But yeah. So was, for me, as I was gonna say, like I, I I can see your point on that one. So for me, is I never, I never really put much thought. Like for me, is when she said that, like I I just laughed. Like it was never a self conscious thing yeah. because for me, is I think I was more focused on the fact is like the way she stood up, and I was and I and I kind of missed how she did it. So I was more focused on the movement prior to adding the sex to it um that it, right. like it, i don't even think it registered because i was like i i missed that whole thing how the fuck did you stand up like that <laughs> but uh, i like but for me it's like even the fact that like there's open windows to the studio and the the fact that yeah. it's um like there were a lot of women like basically coming and going because of the class taking place before that um right. i it never it never really dawned on me like oh people are gonna see us do this and they're gonna have judgments or whatever it never, it never really came to be in my head. Like I, I never, I was never ashamed or worried no, about. I I, I, it never came across. But I, I don't know if that has to do with the fact that the location is. It's not a super public location. Like if it was facing the main street, I don't know if I would have yeah. felt the same. I mean, obviously, yeah. it would have changed nothing because like we already committed to doing it. So I mean, like I wouldn't. Have, well, it's happening. Yeah. but like. 
that's one of those things where it's like, the, if you're going to change the public perception on a thing, at some point you're going to have to put yourself in a position where you're somewhat vulnerable. And, oh, we were in multiple positions I mean, that were vulnerable. Like we're <laughs> extremely vulnerable. There was a lot of like close calls, <laughs> but um, they like we're not trying to change somebody like everybody's perspective on this. No, as a, like as a sport because it is a sport. Don't fool yourself. This is if you were going to compete in this, you would have to train this. This is not something you could be like. Oh, I'm just going to learn how to do this this weekend, and then I'll, I'll go do that. Yeah, because the one That's thing that I will say absolutely is this isn't something you could walk into and be like. Like you said, like a sport where it's just like you can just pick up a bat, sort of speak, like, oh, I can hit every pitch that's coming to me. Like this, this requires training. If anyone for like, I will legitimately slap anyone in the face that says like, I can do that. That's easy without having any sort of background in it. Because like, again, like if, as she kind of explained, like, you know, it's easier if you have, you know, you're, you're really flexible and you've done years of gymnastics and like you have a background for it, but definitely it's not like a pick up and go type thing without any training. Like this was no, I think what I would do is I'd be like, okay, tell you what, go buy a class of that and I'll come and watch you do that class. And if you nail it, I will pay for that class and I'll give you 20 bucks. (laughs) So you get a workout in 20 bucks and whatever, but I know I'm not paying for that class. Well, here we go. You will not nail there it. it is. <laughs> there it is. No pro community. Chase has issued the challenge. You come out. He uh-huh. will pay the class and give you twenty dollars. I would say if you if you nail it, <laughs> like if you get in there and they're like, you can compete tomorrow, or, and you can teach the class. That is the stipulation. Yeah. But it is. Yeah, that is legitimately. It was no joke. Uh, there was a lot of sweating. Um, yeah. yeah, there was a. There's a few points where, oh, and again, I, I hate to spoil the the goods here, but uh, we the shorts we wore um, are apparently too long for the things you need to do, and uh, I mean, yeah. as guys, I mean, for us, uh, for the most part, most people are comfortable with longer shorts. Short shorts. So style. the one yeah. thing that we can tell you, should you try it, get yourself a pair of. Sh- I wouldn't, not necessarily short shorts. Like, don't show up in a fucking speedo. Well, I mean, I guess you could, really, mm. <laughs> but I mean, we don't recommend yeah, it. Yeah, then you could. But I, but definitely yeah. some short, shorter, shorter shorts. I would say I don't know how to. Almost yeah. like a a sport boxer, like length. those Adidas shorts in the eighties. Yes, like that length of short, or like the, or like the, almost like the, um, what the hell is like powerlifter shorts? Like they're they're not really long. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, but uh, you'll definitely because the one thing we can say is, especially when you're or the um, the shorter UFC style. Yes. Shorts. Yeah. Okay. So that that's yeah. Okay. That's what we're looking for. Almost. That's uh, probably the easiest one to like use as reference. And the reason we say that is because when you're trying to do certain spins on the pole, you do have to try to grip it with the back of your knee, or you have to grip it with the inside of your thigh and. First off, both of which hurt very much. And here's the thing, guys. <laughs> and we were warned, which again, one of those things that goes to attest how good Kelly is. She goes, "If you do this like this, you're going to bag yourself." And guess what? I did. Uh. <laughs> I did at least probably fucking twice. Um, but with the shorter shorts, apparently one of the key things, and it, uh, like the Amanda and Shannon attested to this, and Kelly reinforced it. 
the more skin you have with the pull, it's a little easier with the spinning and the sliding. And the one thing is, is Fair. if you catch fabric on that, and I can absolutely attest to this, when you start to slide, there is a lot of, you're sliding quickly, but this is against a pull, so there's a lot of, like, horrible rubbing <laughs> that takes place. Oh. So, and, and actually, and I also found that the recovery for that, when you're slapping the inside of your thighs, as ridiculous as it looked, it actually did help. I will give that to her as well. It helps a lot. It really did. It helps a lot. Yeah. Um, but I, I like as I said, like well, I, I I'm I don't want to say we'll deep dive it on the video because it'll probably be very very short, but enjoyable nonetheless. Um, mm-hmm. I would absolutely first thing is by the end of that class, I don't know that I can say. I guess I could. I could say like I have a newfound respect, but I always had respect for the fact that you know for what people do to that. But I think I have a better understanding yeah. of how people get really good at doing that. I think is practice. the best way I can frame practice, it. Practice, 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 practice. Oh, practice, ab- practice, practice. absolutely. Yeah. And like I said, yeah. and for and, and as you pointed out earlier, like the workout aspect of this is oh, yeah. it is crazy. Like honestly, like like I said, like not only were my calves because standing on the balls of my feet. Uh, like the top right around my shoulders where she said we would work them, especially when you're holding yourself up in the air while you're like throwing your legs around like a crazy person. Um, there's yeah. a lot, again, a lot of chest work, a lot of shoulder work, a lot of stuff that it's, it, that isn't, I wouldn't say is obvious to people that you would be working is working. And the one thing I will absolutely say is the hips for sure. Cause I know my left hip right now when I oh, try yeah. to do it, because I like, the flexibility for my the hip flexor for your left side. Like when would I even do half of that stuff? Like extremely limited. Never. But uh, yeah, but a new probably knocked like twenty years of rust off our hip flexors. And that oh, happens. easily. Like I, I, and that's actually one of the things I find, especially for the hips. And I would actually say, especially for skating for hockey, I would actually say that would help for sure. Because I just felt like I, nope. I, I uh, yeah, I, I would definitely say that. For a workout aspect, you watch now the Toronto Maple Leafs are going to be at the pole dancing studio. Well, I mean, probably not, but <laughs> I, it would be, it'd be <laughs> nice that uh, I, I, I would say, like anyone, awesome. male, female, whatever, if you have yeah. even a striking interest, go try it. And like I said, like me, it was a private setup class, but I think that was only because for scheduling right. sake to help us get in there where we were unintruded by other people. Um, was helpful, yeah. but it wouldn't. It's not to say that. And I, I actually, at the end of the class, uh, we even asked about this. Was to come back because not only do they have a, like a standard uh, the pole that just non movement. They have the spinning poles that we never touched, and obvious for obvious reasons because we are not remotely skilled enough to touch that at the time. Uh, I would go back mm-hmm. to try that just to see what the difference is, and I would go back yeah. just for the workout sake of it. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, that's one of those ones, too. I don't know. Like, I, I can see if you had a, a couple that was very secure, because there is a stigma around it still. But if you had a couple that was very secure, you could do that as, like, a, a thing, like a weekend thing. Mm-hmm. Or also bachelorette parties. Oh, I would say. I, Mind you, they'd probably get upset because they had to work out instead of just drink. Well, I, yeah, I mean, it's depending on your party, I guess. Um, but they did say that was, you yeah. know, that's a that's a big thing for them. Is again, like the bachelorette parties. And I think that is uh, a great idea because to get an understanding, again, it's one of those things where 
it I can absolutely see where they say, especially from the female point of view, is that you know engaging that um, like inner self confidence and in, in, in you know building that mm-hmm. thing. Absolute. Oh, you can absolutely see it. Even like even. Even the class we did, and like you said, as Kelly touched on it, like sexify things, like yeah. she, like she, there was no bones about it when she asked about it, just to do it. And I mean, had we, like, even done it, like, if I, had I, you know, in my headspace, I probably would have tried something if I had any idea what I was already doing, and it, it, it yeah. wouldn't even, like, for me, it wouldn't even bother me. It's just like one of those things, like, oh shit, why not? We're here, like, yeah. I mean, it's the same thing as, like, at the beginning, hot yoga was weird, right? And yeah. then now everybody fucking does hot yoga. Nobody says shit about it. So it's just one of those things where it's got to catch on in its own its own right. But hey, the, I can, like, then we agree. We can both attest. The workout's a fucking, it's a workout. Like, you definitely feel it after. I, I sent a message to Shannon this morning. I was joking, saying, um, my hips are killing me, but my ass looks fantastic. Oh, yeah. So... <laughs> And it was, I mean, so, and to be fair, like, you know, it's a, it's a nice ass chase. It's a nice ass. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but so, um, it was, yeah, it was like a legit workout and it like Kelly was great. She's a great teacher, yeah. lots of energy. The, there's, um, like her whole team, like crew that was there were all very welcoming. Nobody was like, kind of like guys are here. Like it was, and that's, it was all super. So yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Like when we came in. Um, before we started the class, they had just finished, uh, a workshop. I think she said, um, like when yeah. we walked into the studio, I don't think at any point in time, uh, and it was all women at the time. I don't think a single one yeah. really batted an eye. Like, it, it, like nope. they weren't like, Oh, what the fuck are these guys lost? Like it, I, I never got that vibe once while we were there. Like it, it, it's one of the few times it's one of those things like in my head, I thought for sure when we came in we saw the women there. I thought for sure, like, oh, these guys are idiots. Like, you know, they're just trying to be, you know, assholes about it. And they're, they're just coming to make a mockery of this. But it, I honestly, like, I don't even, weren't completely unfazed. And I think um, with uh, the other teacher that Kelly's with, I can't remember her name for the life of me. And I feel bad about it. Um, but the other teacher that was there, well, while we were doing it, while Kelly was teaching the class, she was, like, doing her stretches, like, didn't even, like, it was completely unfazed. And, like, that was, it was a su- oh, yeah. super... Super welcoming, uh, professional environment, and that was awesome. Mm-hmm. And I think for anyone that's considering it, for like looking into it, and if you're in you know our area, like the Burlington, Hamilton, Oakville like area, I would say Our Haven and yep. Burlington absolutely check out that studio. Like they they were awesome. And like I said, like I mean we're we're also looking into potentially going back for a different class to try it. Just to, again, it's just to try it. And like even when we mentioned it to Kelly, like she. She was all about it to try it again, and uh, I, I would say. And at the end of that block is a really good Mexican restaurant, so you can get tequila after class. Yes, and I mean, if you're really committed, you could also grab a tattoo right next door as well. So I mean, it's kind of like a. Uh, they don't do walk-ins. <laughs> oh, they don't, eh? All right. Well, no, book some. Not many places do anymore because they're too busy. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. If you want to book a, an appointment there. Uh, was it book with that too though? Yeah, you do it all in one day. <laughs> yeah, see, you get it all done. I mean, I would probably get the workout out of the way first, but uh, but yeah, no, it was uh, absolutely, it was a great experience. I I thought that was an awesome, awesome experience. Um, no regrets. Never do anything like I I've never done anything like that before. I mean, other than yoga, and as you touched on for hot yoga, uh, that's probably yeah. um, 
actually, I prefer hot yoga over regular yoga. And again, when I first did that in comparison, I think that's the closest thing I can compare it to. Uh, when I first did hot yoga, uh, again, the, the class that I went to was all women. And the mm-hmm. one thing that I got from that class was there was a lot more women that took notice of me kind of being the fish out of water. And I, and you could tell like there was that bit of, they were offended, like, or it's like, you know, this is my time. There's a guy here, uh, type feel. Um, but it's not like for me, like I never went out of my way to like, you know, like, Oh, check out all these ladies, like be a dick. Like I, it was one of those things like, I'm here just the same as you. Like I, I, I I'm here for class. Like, fuck off, mm-hmm. so to speak. Uh, I think after... Yeah, like, I, you know, just, when I'm they, just here when, to get healthy like the rest of you. Yeah, So, but I think when I did that, like when I came back like two or three times, a lot of the, the women in there actually like, oh, like this is legit. And where I feel the difference was with going to this dance studio was it was immediate. It was, there was no yeah. pre-judgments here. It was simply like, all right, cool. You want to try it? Let's go. And I think that... I think that was a good comparison to see the difference between the two. Um, mm-hmm. But again, like I say, like there was, there was nothing uh, about it that I would remotely say they would need to change. I think they, they, that was a great first uh, no pro try review. I would say like, I, I, I hope every experience we can find is similar to this. And the fact is it was a really positive experience, but uh yeah, I, I, I can say absolutely, and it's it, it. I would say it's for everyone. Uh, obviously, I wouldn't say it's for per se. This one isn't probably geared towards children. I think this is totally. Uh, this is just adult, I believe. Yeah, I think you have to be eighteen. Yeah, plus I think to go. this. Yeah, I think this one's eighteen plus as well. Um, but yeah, but I'll, I'll throw up uh, all of uh, their contact information. Um, Sweet on the. Uh, the old webpage and on the uh, interwebs. Yeah. And on the uh, story and links here for the, for this podcast, but our Haven uh, in Burlington, uh, I, I don't have the actual address. It's on Brant street. Um, but yeah, I would say if you're interested in trying it out, absolutely check them out because they do have a mobile app. They are online. Um, and yeah, Kelly was uh, spectacular. Apparently they have a uh, different sets of teachers and obviously different classes. Uh, but yes. we can definitely attest to the fact is, uh, Kelly was amazing. The studio is awesome, and they are absolutely insanely welcoming. So I would say uh, overall, everything was awesome with that experience. Hundred percent agree. So yeah, sorry. It's all right, man. I think uh, yeah. Sorry, I just want to say it's uh, ourhavenstudios.com. Oh, ourhavenstudios.com yes. is the website. Yeah, and the same thing on uh, Instagram. I think it's just simply uh, just look up Our Haven Burlington, I believe. Mm-hmm. And yeah. But yeah, I was so I want to thank uh, Shannon and Amanda for uh, getting that set up and uh, for, kind of forcing their hand to get. The, well, I wouldn't say forcing hand. I think we were pretty open to actually try it. Pretty well, much right I, off the we bat, we were voluntary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We said we would do it. Yeah, like it, it's. I honestly, if it had come down to it, and you like, you got to choose between pole dancing and roller coaster, I'd be like, fuck roller coaster. <laughs> well, and yeah. So I, it would end up being pole dancing anyway. I still think roller coasters might be on the table though. <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> well, that's the thing. We want to, we... dude. I got a bad neck as it is. Like, you want me to come out of this in traffic? Yeah, I was just gonna say, like, you know, we want to do try experiences that we haven't done that are uh, of interest uh, and with you know as little injury as possible. I mean, for me, is yeah. obviously like you know, and I've I've tried roller coasters before. <laughs> Again, uh... that's how I know I don't like them. 
but again, it's you know, it's one of those things where like I'm not going to jump into like a triathlon, <laughs> so no, nope. totally understand that. No, there's no running. I've also tried running, and I also don't like running, so I'm good with no running. So <laughs> yeah, I would have to agree that uh, I mean, I get people that you know are all about the like the whole running and jogging actually thing. I get. Here's some, yeah, here's something. If there's anybody out there amongst our people who listen to this. Um, if the four of you, any of you have run a marathon, <laughs> no, but if you've run a marathon ever or anything like that, get in touch with us because that would be something cool to talk about. Cause that is something that some people try, you know, like as they get older or like out of their, whatever in our years. So we're old. yeah, I was, um, <laughs> yeah. um, so I have, so the one thing that it was kind of a, a bucket list thing was, uh, I did do a 5k run, uh, with miss a couple of years ago. Um, but it was kind of a double thing because I, I, I wanted to go to see the big house um, in Michigan because right, obviously Michigan Wolverines, yeah. right? So we are – and this family here, we are the NCAA fans of the Michigan Wolverines. Um, so I, I'd never been to their stadium, the big house. So they had a 5K run at the big house. So for me, it's like not only have I never done one, um, but then I, I'd also never been to the stadium. So it was like a two-for-one. Um and I think, nice. I, and for me, is I had a time that I came in, it was something like, I'm sure people run marathon, like a 5K in like, you know, 11 minutes or something. Like I came in at like something ridiculous, like 36 minutes. Like for me, it was, it was like, oh, I, I actually finished it. So um, for me, it was like, oh, it's awesome. Um, I'd like to do that again for a better time, but I'm also, I would say unmotivated to start running again because running is boring. <laughs> but Oh, yeah, no, no, it's not, uh, yeah, no, nope. No, nope. but I would be I'd, be, I'd be interested in doing something like that again, because it's like, like, it's, I think it's because when you have a goal of something to do, you're motivated to do that. And because of what that was, it was a reason that I, I even kind of quasi trained for that. Oh yeah, no, I, but I, we have very close family friends who I've talked about on, on here before, who many members of the family have done Ironman now. Oh yeah. And like, that's, that's a hell of a, an accomplishment to get one of those done. Like I, I like I do I think I could do it like if I, I gun to my head to get me actually to work out and do it yes but do I think that I would have like the discipline to do it on my own absolutely so that's an interesting trick because I've never done um and I and I have and like you said we've we've noticed a lot of people doing them so like the tough mutter challenges mm. and stuff like that I yeah, I've act, yeah. my interest has been peaked in actually competing in one but I first I don't yeah. I don't know who else would do it with me and second. Again, the whole motivation to do it because, Dude, because there's different. Ver- Ogre and Sam are doing one. Well, they're doing. Jordan and Sam are doing one in London this year, in September. No, in, oh, yeah, in September. Yeah, but they're already going to be good because they're on like a proper schedule of exercising and stuff all the time. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, yeah, they're going to be great. <laughs> yeah, so like, if, as much as I like to be the the bottom feeding anchor of the team. <laughs> Um, I'd like to be. Um, I'd, like, I'd like to be. Come on, Mike! Help me! Yeah, but, no, no. Just like, like you said. Like, have you ever seen the movie uh, The Longest Yard, the the remake one with Adam Sandler? Yeah. So you remember the like the real fat guy where he was like he had to do half a lap around the field and he just like passed out and had half a heart attack. It was like somebody give me a cheeseburger. It's like that's how I feel like I would be in that challenge. And I was like, just leave me alone. Just give me a diet Pepsi and we'll call. I think I'd get about. I think I'd get about halfway through the first mud puddle and I'd be like, you know what? Just just go on without me. I'll just leave me here. <laughs> so, yeah. Now that we've spoken about this, I almost want to issue the challenge that we do 
one of those tough man or Iron Man challenges. Not, nece- well, not necessarily soon, but <laughs> not necessarily like this year. But I, I'll do like an obstacle course challenge. Oh yeah, but it's something of that nature. I'm not saying like the tough mutter exactly, but I think sure. something like that because I've never done like that type of challenge, and I think that would be interesting. Yeah, I'm down with an obstacle course challenge. I always enjoyed an obstacle course as a kid. But I'm not talking like an inflatable one. <laughs> no, no. Like I mean, like we used to climb on the tops of the jungle gyms at the schools over the tops yeah. of the tubes oh, yeah. and stuff like yes. that, and see who could get from one side to the other fastest. Yeah, even then, I'm like even yeah, that's an obstacle. Well, course. Yeah, for me, is like even attempting to do that now. I'm just like, oh, I'm gonna fall and break something. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, now I wouldn't dare. I wouldn't dare because we were like flying. Like to get to get good times, you had to like basically run from across the top of those tubes. So like, if you fell, it was it was probably what five six feet to the ground. Yeah, I know. Now it's like oh, that's like thirty five feet when I fall from up here. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's death. It's death. We break both <laughs> hips. We'd be done. <laughs> yeah, I need my hips. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, but again, as you said, like if there's other For those of you who don't know, Mike is an excellent dancer. He does need his hips. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, I was also, I felt like I was a little exposed at the pole dancing, where it's like, I thought it would be more dancing and less picking myself up and swinging my legs in the air thing. And I was just like, I, <laughs> so, I, uh, yeah, I mean, dancing's one thing, but then it's like, oh, just hold my junk against this pole and pray to God I can hang on to the whole thing. And well, no, that was usually it was like hold your chest against the pole so your junk doesn't hold the pole. Like, that's... Yeah, I know, but again, it was just one of those things like, I just, I can't do it. <laughs> I just, I couldn't do it. Yeah, fair, fair. I like the part where they were like, um, you guys kind of have a death grip on the pole. And in my head, I'm like, because if I let go, I'll die. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the thing when she actually pointed that out. She goes, I bet this is what you're doing. You're hanging on for dear life. We're like, yeah, you asked me to just fucking swing, and then you're telling me if I let go, I'm going to hit the floor. <laughs> so I'm trying to avoid yeah. that. Yeah, and we do that by holding on with everything we have and trying to crush the life out of the pole itself. Yeah, and guess what? I felt like we succeeded in that end. And uh, and then I still – the one thing that really got me is when we were trying to spin – you know the one part where we had to spin around the pole, and then your one leg kind of had to catch the back of it? And then you had to spin down. Like I, yep. I felt like when the, my one leg, my brain could not fucking process that. Cause I was like, oh, why would I, mental block. Yeah, like, why would I put my leg on there? That would be stupid. <laughs> I couldn't, yeah. I could not. As long as we were spinning around, I was like, I can, do at this. one point, I like, fun. I don't even know if I, when we had to like hold ourselves places, I was like, I can't do this. This is not fun. <laughs> the one time when she was like, you know, when you're spinning on the balls of your feet and you try to catch it. And like, I think when she looked away, I actually just kind of like half jumped in the air and was just like, Wee! <laughs> just put my knees up. I was just like <laughs> spinning until I went to the ground. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty good. eh?" <laughs> well done, sir. Well done. <laughs> Well, uh, uh, well, I'd say oh, on that note. Um, I, I was going to say, I think I have to go because my dog's giving me those, if you don't take me outside soon, I'm going to pee on your floor. Look. Got it. I got it. So I just want to finish up by saying if there's uh, any other challenges, well, I wouldn't say challenges. Is there anything that you feel uh, that we should check out uh, or try out? Please feel free to comment us uh, again. We've got our webpage, nopropodcast.ca. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, nopropodcast. Uh, you can email us at anopropodcast at gmail.com. But we would recommend just go to the webpage. That was the No Pro Podcast. 
Uh, from me and Dodger, the only two people left in the room, I say good day, and I hope you enjoyed. Bye. Special thank you to the super talented Jordan Washburn for providing all the theme music here for the No Pro Podcast.